systems. Yeah. I mean, we've been told so many times to batch our content, to hire a team and things like that. And yeah, to be more organized as podcasters. Okay, I'll be the first one to admit, I suck when it comes to efficiency. Like, it takes me so much time to record an episode, edit it, get guests and everything like that. And I feel like I could do so much more with that time. So... I need to be more efficient. I need to create a system which will help me become more productive. So yeah, I'm pretty clueless about that. Oh, Bill. Hello, where are you? Hello to you too, Lindor. Yeah, there we go. So, who do you have for me? If you're looking for someone to help you with building systems for your podcast, then Kate Erickson is the right person. Kate has built systems and processes for one of the most successful entrepreneurship podcasts, Entrepreneurs on Fire. She was also a speaker at Podcast Movement last year. All right, old Bill. Dial Kate up. Clueless Entrepreneurs. Welcome to... The Clueless Entrepreneur, brought to you by the Msane Podcast Network. My name is Dawesh Msane and I am a clueless entrepreneur. I'm trying to build a podcast business but have no idea what to do or where to start. If you can relate to this, then you're listening to the right podcast because this podcast is about helping you and I as clueless entrepreneurs to be better entrepreneurs who have successful podcast businesses. So, my question is to you, are you ready to be less clueless? But before we start, we just want to get to know you a little bit more. So I just want to know maybe one thing that you perhaps don't know or are clueless about. Oh, well, I don't I don't know that most people know about this, but I am diving into the world of cryptocurrency and Ooh. NFTs and I know nothing about that. So, I'm excited to learn. <laughs> I also don't know a whole lot about that. I'm still very skeptical, uh, but I'm also willing to learn about that world and hopefully dive into it as well. So, that's very excited, you know. I guess it's always nice to be clueless about something and to just be curious, you know, and learn something new each and every day. So, so thank you for sharing that with us. Um, so they call you the engine of Entrepreneurs on Fire. Why is that? Where does that name come from? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm I'm flattered by that uh, name, I guess you could say, because I know how important an engine is to anything that runs. Um, and I kind of picked that up through... A lot of my work has to do with the back end of the business. Like a lot of times you're not necessarily going to see my face or hear my name when you hear about entrepreneurs on fire. John is very much at the forefront of the business. Um, but what I'm best at and where I kind of shine is in creating systems, um, making sure that the content is working on the back end, managing our team. And a lot of those things are 
absolutely necessary to the business, but they're not necessarily the things that people want to know about. And especially entrepreneurs are like very uh, vision focused. You know, they like to look into the future. They they have all these big ideas, um, but not many entrepreneurs are, and, and as they, they shouldn't be either, um, you know, kind of like stuck in the uh, role of creating those systems and, and making that scalability work in the back end. So I'm very proud of the work that I do. Um, I do think it's absolutely necessary to growing, scaling, and running a successful business. So uh, just because of what I'm great at, that is how I kind of picked up that name. That is so exciting to hear. And, you know, the work that you do is definitely visible, even though we might not see it. Uh, but, it's you know, the success of the show itself, you know, and the business really shows that behind, you know, Entrepreneurs on Fire, someone is really driving this thing. And so thank you very much for that um, and for sharing that with us. So why is it important for us to to have systems within our business why is it necessary for us as podcast entrepreneurs, you know, to have that? Yeah, I mean, I believe that without systems in your business, you're constantly going to be stuck inside of like the inner workings of how everything runs. And if you're not able to get out of that through creating systems and processes that are repeatable, that are scalable, maybe even in some ways automated, then you're constantly going to be working in your business instead of on your business. Um, again, as entrepreneurs, we have a lot of great ideas. We have um, big visions and, and big goals for our business. And a lot of the times, like if you're bogged down by, um, you know, posting on social media or worrying about who your next guest is going to be on your podcast, you're not going to be able to, you won't have time to work on some of those bigger picture things like maybe creating course content or being able to develop products and services that will actually help you generate revenue in your business. And of course, we all want to make a big impact. We want to create amazing content. But at the end of the day, if we want to run a business, we have to be generating revenue. And it's very difficult to be able to free up time and space to work on those bigger uh, bigger picture things if you're constantly working um, in the uh, you know administrative tasks of your business. I can definitely relate to that because I spend so much of my time actually doing all of this admin stuff, you know, working on the podcast itself instead of the business, you know, think something that will help the business generate some revenue. So I, I think, you know, as you've highlighted that it is very important for us to have systems within our business. So perhaps to just find out from you that what systems should we be building? You know, now that we know that it's important to have systems, what kinds of systems should we have, you know, so that we can have time to work on our business itself? Yeah, I think at the very baseline, if you think about like what systems would be most helpful for you and your podcasting business, it would really be thinking about the things that you do repeatedly that take up most of your time. So as a podcast host, you run an interview show. I'm sure you spend a lot of time trying to find guests, research guests, reach out to them, get them scheduled, all the back and forth that goes on with that. Then not to mention actually recording the episode afterwards, editing it, uploading it, tagging it, scheduling it, doing show notes. Um, and of course, you have to let the guests know once the episode goes live, hopefully they're going to share it with their audience. It's going to help your podcast grow. I mean, that is just like one single system that you could put together for the creation of your episodes for guest outreach that could be hugely beneficial because, again, I'm willing to bet that that 
might be where you spend most of your time. So if you're able to create some systems and processes within that, that would help take you out of the process of, say, going back and forth with a guest five times trying to schedule a time, if you had an online scheduler that you could send the link to them so that they could just find a time that works for them, you're able to cut out so much of that back and forth. That's just one small example in that bigger picture. But I think that for anyone running an interview-based podcast, that guest outreach and uh, the recording of the episode, what happens after an episode is recorded, the guest outreach once an episode goes live, like that's four systems and processes right there that every podcaster should absolutely be utilizing if they do an interview podcast. And if you don't do an interview podcast, you just replace any guest interview um thing related in there with the actual content creation of your episode. Because if you're not doing a guest podcast, then you're either doing maybe Q&A or a topic-based show. Um, and in that case, you are fully responsible for creating that content. So having systems and processes in place to where you have a running list of content ideas, you have an outline that you're just plugging ideas into versus having to recreate the wheel every time. Like it's actually really small tweaks that can make a huge difference. Um, and, and you'll see in no time that the extra time that you have could be working on maybe getting yourself on other podcasts so that you can expose your brand and your podcast and your knowledge to new audiences and be able to promote your podcast so that not all of it is reliant on you growing your podcast inside of just your podcast, but building relationships, um, being able to attend conferences, uh, again, thinking about ways that you might be able to monetize your podcast, spending time engaging with your audience, like all of those pieces are so critical to the overall growth of your podcast. But a lot of times people, again, get so stuck in the actual creation phase of getting content out there that they don't have time for any of that other stuff. You know, when you are telling me about, you know, the things about you know, reaching out to guests and all that. I just got tired by just by listening to that because that's what I do. <laughs> and I spend so much time doing that. When you're explaining how easy it is to actually create a system around that, whereby you just use a Calendly link, for example. And when I just started using that, it has, you know, minimized so much of my time of going back and forth with a guest. And I, you know, think that it's something that is very important for us to, you know, to start implementing those kinds of systems, looking at what we spend most of our time doing as podcasters, you know, um, in our podcasting business. And so perhaps, you know, some people don't want to let go of some of the things, you know, they just want to be doing everything and all that, you know, they've got some, I don't know, sentimental values, or, I mean, yeah, sentiments surrounding all of that. So what would you say to those people um, who are still trying to hold on to, to every part of their podcast, because they, they perhaps are skeptical maybe about things um, and how they might turn out if they're not fully involved? Yeah, I mean, you have to get to a point where you understand and believe that other people can do parts of your process just as good, if not better than you. Like you are best at something and that is probably not like being in the inner workings of scheduling a guest interview. I mean, that could yeah. be done by so many other people. And when you really look at it in a bigger picture of like, 
what's most important to you? Like, why are you doing this? You know, a lot of people are trying to create freedom around their time so that they have more time to spend with their kids or with their family, or they want to free up more time and have financial freedom to travel the world or to have these new experiences. So, I mean, if you really take a step back and you think like you're telling yourself that you think your time is better spent, you know, sending an email back and forth or posting on social media or any of these number of things is more important to you than that. Like, I think that when you put it into perspective that anybody would say that that time freedom, that that financial freedom is way more important than that. And you're never going to get there if you continue working inside of the business. So really try and put those things into perspective, you know, for anybody who's thinking like, oh, I don't want to let this go, or I could do this better, or I could just do it really quick. I mean, I've totally been guilty of that too. I think, you know what, this just takes me a second. I don't need to delegate this. I'm just going to do it real quick. But that adds up over time. Yeah. That adds up over time with one single task. And then when you start considering that you're doing that with maybe 15 or 20 different things, I mean, that's hours of your time over the span of a week or a month or a year every second counts and perhaps you know just to ask you you know what is the actual process of building out one that you know system for your your business um well i i mean it could again be as easy as just looking at something that you do on a repeat basis that takes up the biggest amount of your time i think that's a really quick and easy place to start at um, and then once you've identified that thing that you say, okay, I do this on a regular basis and it takes up a lot of my time. Let me see how I could create a system or a process around this. Once you have that thing, so you know, if it were the the guest um, finding guests for your podcast, say that that's the thing that you choose. Then you're going to sit and write out the steps that you take every single time you do that thing. So someone might think like, oh, well, when I go to find a guest, I just, you know, I go online, I find someone, I reach out to them, and then they say yes or no. But there are other steps involved in that process that subconsciously we're not even acknowledging that they're taking up time. It's not as easy as you just reaching out to somebody and then them saying yes or no. There are all these little steps in between there. So if you actually take out a sheet of paper or use an online note-taking system, um, I love Workflowy and I use Asana as a task management. Mm -hmm. So if you were to use whatever online program you use and write out, okay, when I go to find a guest, one, I um, maybe go to LinkedIn. And when I get on LinkedIn, I'm typing in keywords to find uh, somebody who has the skills, the knowledge, um, or the advice that I want to share. And then once I put in that search, uh, based on the return, I look at the top 10 returns. And once I have those 10, I go to their individual profile. I look for if they've published a book before or, you know, I'm just giving a random example. Yeah. What you do when you search for your guests would be totally um, unique to every person. But the point is that you're writing out every single step because once you have every single step written out, you can start to find efficiencies. You can find ways that maybe parts of that process could either be automated, delegated, or batched. So when you automate something, you're going to use a tool or a software to help you do that. 
um, delegating something, you're going to assign that to somebody else, maybe a team member or a contractor. And batching something is really the things that you do feel like you need to have a hand in. And then you would, by batching them, you'd be able to do a lot of them at once. So instead of recording one podcast interview today, another one tomorrow, another one on Friday, you would try and start your having your schedule be so that you could record three right in a row on Monday. That way you're not context switching. You're not having to do your whole podcasting setup three different times. You're only doing it one time. Um, so figuring out what parts of your process of those steps that you wrote out that you could use an online tool to help you with, that you could delegate to somebody else, or that you could batch yourself. And then it's all about documenting that process. So once you have identified um, all of those things, written out the steps, what can I automate? What can I delegate? What can I batch? Then it's about putting it in an actual system, uh, whether that be a Google Doc maybe would be a super simple way to do it. Or maybe you use something like Asana or Trello where you're able to put those steps in an actual system maybe create screenshots. Um, and then that way, when you are delegating parts of that process to someone else, or you're using a tool, or even you want to go back and reference a checklist just to make sure that you're hitting everything that you're supposed to do every time you do that thing, it's going to be that place that you can go back to again and again and again uh, for that reference. So documenting it would be the, the kind of final step there. Wow, 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 wow. I mean, that is so insightful. Thank you very much for sharing all of those. I mean, as John would say, value bombs. That is so wonderful. <laughs> and, you know, I think um, it, it's something that we should really think about. And it's something I've also started, you know, trying to do, you know, and it has saved me so much time, you know, looking at the steps in my business to which I'm spending most of my time and actually trying, but I've never like looked at it from the way that you are explaining it right now. So I think for myself and other clueless entrepreneurs who are listening to this, it's very you know important and it's very insightful. I think it's something that we should really start to implement. And speaking about implementation, what are some, some of the mistakes that we should perhaps you know avoid making as we are you know building out a system for our business? What are some of the things perhaps that are common that people do that we shouldn't find ourselves doing? Yeah. One of the biggest mistakes I see people make with creating systems is they think that they need to wait till the next time that they do that thing in order to try it out, in order to actually implement a system. And you can implement a system anytime. You don't have to wait until the next time that you do that thing, because when you wait till the next time you do that thing, chances are that thing's going to come around and you're going to say, uh, I'm going to do it next time. Yeah. And so continuing to put it off and put it off, just even right now, uh, if you're not actually doing that thing, you can still practice it. You can still act as if you were doing it because it's not until you start trying to implement that system that you're going to find, oh, you know what? I missed this step. Actually, this needs to be added. Or you know what? I thought that I could delegate that, but maybe it actually be better if I did it and I batched it. So in the implementation process, the most important part is actually trying to do the thing. And mm -hmm. I see people push it off and push it off and push it off. Well, uh, practice makes perfect. Practice prevents procrastination. 
I don't know. Okay, yes. I'll work on that. Anyways, like <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks. Um, okay, so what are some of the tools that you'd recommend that we use? Um, you did mention Asana, which is great. Trello. What are some of the tools that you use that perhaps that we can use as well, which can help us a lot with our system? Yeah, definitely those two. Um, Workflowy is a great note taking. Um, online system. So like, as an example, uh, I do a topic-based podcast. So when I'm like, uh, creating a list of topics that I could talk about, like I'll put that in my workflowy. It's easy for me to go back and reference that, um, Google docs, anything in the, in the Google drive system really is in, can be incredibly helpful. Um, Google sheets, Google forms. If you're looking to do like a survey for your audience, try and find out more information about them. Um, Google Docs, because it's easy, you could even put your steps of your system into Google Docs, insert images, links to videos or other references. So that's really helpful as well. Um, and then if you wanted to invest in a software where you can actually build out a system and it will create checklists for you, and um, the system is really built for creating systems, um, Process Street is a really great um, system. So process.st. Uh, is the name of the um, software. And that has been really great for us as well. Thank you very much, Kate, for everything that you've shared today. Um, lastly, please tell us where we can reach you. What is your call to action for today's episode? Um, where do you want us to go? Maybe you want us to go to Nicole and Kate can relate or Kate's take. Please tell us where we can reach you. What is your call to action? Uh, thank you so much for that. I really enjoyed our chat. Thank you for sharing what you're sharing. Um, I think it's a really cool idea. And I love the idea, uh, the thought of people, you know, learning about things for the first time. Um, I'm all about being a constant learner. So thank you for that. Um, Nicole and Kate can relate is that one of my newest podcasts that I started with my girlfriend, we have candid conversations about life. Um, so if anyone wants to check that out, if anyone tuning in is interested about learning more about podcasting, we have a free podcast course. So you just go to freepodcastcourse.com, um, five videos, how to get started completely free. You just have to opt in for that. And then everything that John and I do over at entrepreneurs on fire is at eofire.com. All right. Everything will be linked down below. So Kate, before I let you go, I mean, you're a podcaster yourself. So can you please just say goodbye to the audience and take us home, I guess, you know, just say goodbye and close off the show. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much to those of you tuning in. Kudos to you for educating yourself for listening to this podcast. And Lindo, thank you so much again for being an awesome host. Really enjoyed our chat. So here's the promise I'm making to you guys, to Kate, and to you, Obil, that I'm going to be more efficient now. I'm going to batch my episodes. I'm going to have a system, you know, be more organized. So yeah. Tell me what you think about that. Either on my DMs at Lindom Sane on Twitter or Clueless Entrepreneur on Instagram. Yeah, make sure that you subscribe to the show. Also share it with your friends or whoever might need it. I'm pretty sure it's a lot of people. So yeah, don't be selfish, please. And there's also a group, Facebook group. If you want to be a part of it, then use the link below. I won't start to post anything there until I've got like five people at least 
then we can start talking and we can start sharing with each other everything that we need to share so that we can create a community and help each other grow our businesses yeah so if you're interested in that make sure that you do that other than that see you next time remember guys it's okay to be clueless so long as you're listening to this podcast <laughs> you won't be clueless for long my job here is done <laughs>